Welcome to Permanently Distracted, the podcast for those of us with minds that just won't stay put. I'm your easily distracted host, Martina, and each episode we will dive into the world of ADHD. Whether you're constantly losing your keys, forgetting your best friend's birthdays, or zoning out during important meetings, this podcast is for you. But listen up. While we may share some tips and tricks, we are not medical professionals, and this podcast is not meant to substitute for real medical advice. Instead, we aim to provide a judgment-free zone where you can laugh, cry, and share with fellow districtees. So grab your attention span if you can find it, kick back, and let's get started. Relationships are usually a very difficult topic to manage, even when you are neurotypical. However, there are some unique problems that arise once your partner has ADHD, while you yourself are neurotypical, which we are today going to take a look at. One of the big problems that come with having a very low attention span and also being extremely forgetful is replying to messages from your friends. How many times did it happen to you that somebody would text you and you would reply to their message in your head, but never actually write it down? And then a couple of hours later, you remember it, but then you feel very awkward to actually reply, so you just let it be. And then your friend gets mad. Situations like that are quite common with ADHD. You're also more likely to forget somebody's birthday or any important date because you just get lost in time. Forgetfulness also makes it quite hard to focus on a conversation with a friend because they might be telling you some details in a previous conversation that you now have forgotten, so it's hard to connect how the story is progressing. One of the nice tricks that I learned over the years is whenever somebody is sharing details of their life with me that I think might come up in a future conversation, I repeat it to them in a form of a question. Did she really say that to you? Oh, how did that museum visit go? You can also use the same trick when you are trying to remember people's names that you just met. Instead of just saying, nice to meet you, what you can say is, Hey John, very nice to meet you. How do you do, Mary? Another big issue that comes with ADHD, especially when you're trying to make a new friend, is the tendency to not know when to shut up. ADHDers have that unique trait of not knowing when they're oversharing their personal life and sometimes it can come off as a little bit too much for somebody that you just met 10 minutes ago. How many times did it happen to you that you just meet someone and one hour later you're already discussing your traumatic childhood or something like that? Due to the fact that we cannot really read social interactions and also social cues, it can be hard to know when it's time to just stop talking. Together with the issue of not knowing when to shut up also comes the issue of talking way too fast. Sometimes our brain doesn't formulate the sentences at the same speed as our mouth is saying it, so quite often we might blurt out a thing that we didn't really want to say and then have massive regrets almost instantly. As our brain is constantly going on tangents and trying to connect the dots of the conversation, you might have like 10 different past experiences popping into your brain as your friend is talking to you 
which is going to quite often cause you to interrupt them and try to share your own story over theirs, which can be quite irritating for the listener. Generally, social anxiety is also a big problem for people with ADHD. Quite often we have the fear that the person we are talking to just doesn't like us, even though they might not have even given a sign that that is the case. I personally always have the fear that if I forget to check in with a friend or if I say something that I think they might not approve, that our friendship is going to be immediately over and we're never gonna come back from that. Generally, any uncomfortable situation in social interaction causes us to immediately have the most dramatic response in our brains, which is, okay, it's over, this is the last thing, last drop. While on the other hand, the other person might not even see it as anything important. Our incredible fear of rejection sometimes even causes us to stay at home when we would like to hang out with people because we think we might have said something wrong that they might not approve, and we do not want to be in danger of doing that again. On the other hand, one of the big symptoms of ADHD is impulsivity, so quite often we might make a bunch of plans that at the end we might realize it's too much for us and we cancel last minute. Of course, a lot of people don't like having their plans cancelled on them last minute, so it can cause friction in friendships. It is not easy to explain to people that you make plans when you are feeling very motivated and very impulsive and then at the time of execution you just don't have the same energy. Quite often it happens to me that I make a plan for every single day in the week and at the end manage to maybe do two of them and every other friend is let down and that might cause friction in a lot of friendships. Sometimes it might make people feel like they're just not important to you. let's talk a little bit about the actual romantic relationships. Most of normal relationships tend to start very passionately and then cool down over time. However, with ADHDers, those timelines are quite extreme. It is quite common for someone to become hopelessly in love with a person and in about three months just start feeling completely cold towards them. That again comes back to the issue of dopamine and our need to feel something new and something exciting. The ADHD person in the relationship might start feeling very overwhelmed and quite often they feel like that they're being suffocated by the other person, while the other person is going to feel like the ADHD person is just not paying any attention to them anymore. It is quite important to communicate that with your partner because they might get the feeling that they're not important to you anymore. ADHD also brings some issues when it comes to intimacy. It might be quite hard to focus on the act when you have your mind racing about all the chores that you have to do or everything else that is happening around you at the time. Not only that, but because of all of your social problems, it might be hard to let go and just get close to a person because of your fear of rejection. On the other hand, if you are not in a relationship, having ADHD might cause you to do risky things. People with the condition tend to start having sex at a very young age, have a lot more partners and be unprotected. Generally, as with everything, the best cure is to have an open and honest conversation with your partner. However, studies do show that people with ADHD tend to be in a relationship with another person with similar symptoms due to the fact that it's easier to communicate and also it's easier to sympathize.
relationships are very hard to navigate regardless of the circumstances. If you are a person that is neurotypical but have an ADHD person in your life, just remember that you are important to them, but they just cannot show that to you all the time. If you didn't hear from a friend that has ADHD in a very long time, that doesn't mean that you're not important to them. But this will be it for today's episode of Permanently Distracted. Join me next time as we discuss the various methods of staying focused at work. Thank you all for joining me and remember, it's not a disability, your brain is just working on a different operating system.